Welcome to Boston's Best, a podcast where you go behind the scenes with financial planner Mark Condon as he asks industry-leading experts in and around Boston to talk about their businesses. Mark will find out what sets these companies apart from their competition and how they have risen above the inevitable challenges they have faced along the way to their ultimate success. And now, here's your host, Mark Condon. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode 63 of Boston's Best. The goal of this podcast is to highlight businesses in and around Boston. My guest on today's podcast is Marcella Natali. Marcella is the owner of Sweets by Sella. Marcella is a current business major at UMass Boston, and she graduates in the spring of 2022. Much like myself, Marcella has a serious sweet tooth, and she is a self-taught baker. What started out as a fun hobby quickly turned into a viable business after receiving so many orders for her sweets. Marcella is another entrepreneur born out of the pandemic. I get so excited hearing about individuals who decided to start their own company during the past 18 months. I just think it's so inspiring. Marcella's biggest order came this past Mother's Day when she received 15 cake orders. That's when she knew she was onto something big and wanted to continue pursuing this passion. In this episode, we talk in depth about everything she can make as well as her favorite part of baking a cake. Marcella shares with us that the power of social media has really allowed her business to flourish to what it is today. A big goal of hers is to get into the wedding cake business. She loves being a part of a couple's special day. And be sure to listen to the end. As Marcella shares a common misconception about the baking industry, the advice she'd give to someone looking to start their own business, and how she defines success in any given year. And so with that introduction, I hope you enjoy this episode of Boston's Best. Good morning. This week, we have Marcella Natali. Marcella is the owner by Sweets by Sella. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. I'm excited to have you on. I have a massive sweet tooth, so oh, I'm yeah. always, ex- always <laughs> excited to have people on the podcast that are in that industry. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself. Did you grow up? Are you from Boston, the area? Like, where'd you grow up? Yeah, I've lived there my whole life. Just recently moved to Seaport area. That's where I work out of. I'm a college student, so I go to UMass Boston. So everything I do is local. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. What are you studying at UMass Boston? I'm studying business. So yeah, in my last year, almost done. That makes sense. Good. Good for you. Congrats. How was uh? Yeah, curiosity. How has the last like 18 months been with like the Zoom world and school and all that? It's definitely brought its own challenges. Something I'm sure no one has ever tried to do, like learning online. You got to really, it's more independent, I think. Yeah, for sure. People might think it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, The camaraderie of just like chatting with people in the classroom on certain topics is, it's got to be a lot more challenging to do it by yourself. Yeah, something to get used to. Yeah, for sure. I think, I don't know. I, I think it's going to shape the future long term. I think it's definitely here to stay in some capacity. I don't know what capacity, but so, so that's cool. So you're, you're in college, you're UMass Boston. Where did the idea come of starting Sweets by Sella? How did that come about? So, I mean, baking has always been a part of my life. It's definitely been a therapeutic, it started as a therapeutic thing for me, you know, and then it was kind of just perfect. Why don't I start? selling and promoting what I'm baking and yeah, yeah kind of just took off from there. Just, it was an idea. How good businesses start usually just out of an idea. How, uh, when did you officially start Sweets by Sella? Like how long have you been in business for? It was back in April. So I'm definitely fairly, fairly new. Yeah. And it was just, I was just talking with my sisters one day. I was like, I, I, on this Pinterest, I found like these like little lunchbox case. I really want to start making them. And they were like, just do it. Why not? Like, just, just try it out. See if you like it. 
um, if you're any good at it. And I didn't, I was like, wow, like for some reason I have this skill and I can do it. I actually really enjoy it. And just took off from there, started on Instagram, kind of just promoted, see if anyone would be interested in buying anything or even what I was doing. And I immediately got just sales and DMs. And I was like, wow, this is definitely something I can do and work on. And I think I found what I really like to do. (laughs) No kidding. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, So how long were you just making? I mean, you said baking has been a passion of yours. How long were you doing? Were you always just baking for like the last, you know, decade or so? Or was there a point in your life where you like, now is the time to just do it? Yeah. um, I mean, I also have a huge sweet tooth. I was like, (laughs) love it. Everyone, I want everyone to taste what I'm making. Yeah. The pandemic actually is kind of what drove me to start this because I was, I felt kind of lost in what I wanted to do. And it kind of got me something to do instead of just sitting in my house all day. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, they develop new skills because you have the time to do it. And it helped. That definitely helped, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I could imagine. I feel like a lot of stuff has come out. A lot of like as crazy as the last year and a half has been, there's going to be some good that comes out of it. Right. I, I remember I was talking with somebody recently, like the crash of 08, you know, 13 years ago, so many big businesses were created and founded in 08 and 09 because yeah. so many people had lost their jobs and they were trying to figure out what to do and they just created their own businesses. Um, so that's awesome. That's really cool. Was there like, I mean, I'm uh, not going to lie. I'm a pretty good baker. I did make <laughs> chocolate chip cookies this past weekend, uh, oh, but, hard. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I got the Nestle you know, Toll House chocolate chips. And I just <laughs> copied the recipe on the back. Um, so did it like, did you just start making your own? Did it kind of start off with something like that? Or is it ideas off of Pinterest? Or Yeah, I mean, it, it was all trial and error for me. I didn't go to a pastry school, a cooking school. It's kind of just learning through blogs, YouTubes, a lot of trial and error, a lot of trying something, throwing it away, yeah. you know, wasting product. But I mean, it all went my friends and family, all my testers. Of course. Testers. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just, it was a whole starting out. It was more learning for me and I'm still learning. I'll still yeah. always learn, learn from other people, learn from myself. What was the first suite that you made that you ended up posting on social media and ended up selling? Cake. Definitely. Cake? Cake is my favorite. I mean, the whole baking process of everything isn't my favorite. It's more decorating. Okay. okay. <laughs> Icing cake. The, the bakings, it's all a science. So it's like you mess one thing up, it ruin the whole cake. But oh wow. Yeah. So that's surprisingly my least favorite part of the sweet spicel <laughs> is the baking part. I mean of course I love it. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't, but I love right. creating and decorating and putting like an image to life through a cake. That's awesome. That's really cool. So what kind of what kind of cake was it? It was just a uh, lemon cake, vanilla frosting said sweet spicella on it. So I was like, I want to write sweet spicella. Yeah. And so, how many people did reach out to you initially for that first order where you're like, oh, holy crap, like I got sales? It was more so beginning out friends and family that really just want to support me. Yep. And then my first big kind of like order was Mother's Day, shortly came after that. Yep. I got about like 15 cake orders and I was, I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this, but I did. It was a lot of learning from that too. And yeah. I was like, okay, if I can get through this, then I know that I can produce a lot of orders a weekend and like 
get the business started. So I'm happy. I was happy that that happened to me so early on because it taught me a lot. Yeah, just getting thrown right, right, right with right. the rules. Like, really just thrown yeah. into it. <laughs> <laughs> right into it. So, is it only cakes? Do you make other things outside of cakes? Like, what are like yeah. I guess, the full suite of things that you make? Yeah, I'll do anything like cookies, brownies. Okay. Like, I'll just bake a couple of things, post on my social media site if anyone wants to, anyone's interested. I'll have a couple orders for cu- cupcakes, is big too. You know, it's kind of like a form of a cake. <laughs> How much lead time do you need if somebody, if, and, so outside of just posting something, if people reach out to you to say, Hey, I want X, Y, and Z for, you know, a party that we have coming, you know, coming up, how much lead time do you need traditionally for people to order? I say a week at least just yeah. so I can get all my ingredients together. And I mean, I have done it in less just because I want to get something done for someone and I've definitely made that work. Yeah. But a week, cause you have to like plan out what you're going to make your ingredients you know, you have to, it, it takes a few days to actually make a cake. You have to bake one day, decorate one day. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So, so like, are you just doing this out of your apartment right now? In the yeah. Secret? Yeah. So do you, you know, like so how much room do you have in your fridge to our, like either exactly, cakes or. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, or your personal food? Like, do you have two fridges? Like. <laughs> I wish I had two fridges. I wish. Like the Mother's Day orders. I had no food in my fridge. Just cake <laughs> all week. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to eat. Nothing to eat. No. Just cake, just cakes no. in the fridge. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. So what are the early some of the early challenges that you faced starting Sweets by Stella? And then what were some of the early successes that you had? We, you know, it hits you like this could be a pretty viable business for me going forward. Early challenges, I'd say developing and just doing my research on the recipes that I want to for people to eat because i also want them to taste good you don't right. just want to cake that looks pretty yeah. so i had to go through a lot of recipes um managing my time was definitely something i had to learn yeah. like you want to make sure you get the cake done but you don't want to do it too far in advance because you want it fresh right so i'm also in school so i had to balance those two things yeah. a lot of time management i had to learn um, a success. I made a website, which is something I didn't think I was capable yep. of even doing. <laughs> you did it yourself? Yes, I did it myself. Kudos to you. But, yeah, which brought like so many more customers. I was able to yeah. make, then I was able to make a Facebook page, Yelp, where people got to, you know, put their input on my and reviews on my products. And yeah, I was definitely very proud of myself for making that website. And that expanded my business for sure past an Instagram point. It made a more professional business, you know, people around can reach it instead of whoever just has social media. Yeah. Like I think the way of the world, everything, I mean, Instagram is everything when you're (laughs) trying to promote your business. Right. But I think, uh, you know, not, you know, I'm 37 You're in your last year of college or early twenties, I imagine, you know, but like our parents ages, not all of them are going to be on social media. And the first thing when people are looking up businesses, they're going to type it in to Google and they're going to try to look up for a website. So that's got to be a big milestone to like have your own uh, website. My mom was the actual one that was like, I have friends, but they don't have social media. They yeah. want to buy from you. Like you should make a website so they yeah. can reach you. And, yeah. So when you go, go back to the managing your time thing, cause that was going to be my next question. Like, how do you, how do you manage your calendar with like never ending demands? Like, are you up like super early in the morning? Like, and then also like how far in advance can the cake be ready? Like, obviously you don't want it like six days in advance. Uh, like how, how fresh do you have it in, in advance when somebody's going to pick it up and do you deliver? Do people pick it up? Like, how does that work? So I dedicate each day to different 
parts of it. Like one day I'll do the baking and one day I'll decorate. The next day I'll okay. decorate. I can also bake and stick them in the fridge and it'll be still fresh. Yeah. But I give it, I make them probably like as the day before or two days. So as quick okay. as one day, two day. Yeah. Um, people pick it up. Yeah. Just because if I have multiple orders yeah. one day, I don't want to spend the time deliver. I mean, I'm not there yet, but maybe I don't want to spend the time delivering a cake while someone has to come pick it up. I just think right. it's easier for a pickup. But yeah, the time management, I like have to write everything down or yeah. it'll just blow over my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have like multiple different notebooks of written down things. I keep all my ideas like in a note. I like to write things. Like I'm not very much of a calendar in my phone type of person. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I write everything down, trying to keep everything or it's so important to keep it all organized so you can you have enough time to really take your time on a cake and give it as much time as you can and perfect it. And you can't be doing that when it's a rush. So yeah, no, hundred percent. I'm the I'm the same way when you said you like write everything down. I would be the worst waiter. Like if people give me an order, I I'd, yeah. I'd be the the most terrible waiter. I would oh, never yeah. remember anyone's orders. Like if somebody goes around a table and takes six orders, doesn't write a thing down yeah. and remembers it, I, I am like they're getting an amazing tip as long as they get it right, you know. But yeah. uh, I am blown away when people have that. You notice that too. Waiters doing that. I'm like, how I wish. <laughs> oh, I'm the worst. Um, and then. Yeah, like so I don't write a lot of things down. Like I don't I use I have memo like a memo app in the phone that I write stuff down on, but then like I'll have reminders going mm-hmm. off in my phone 17 times throughout the day for something that I thought of like three days ago. I was like, oh, I'm gonna need to do this at like in a few days and I'll put a reminder to do it because I forget everything. I'm just right. like I'm the worst when it comes to that stuff. Um, do you consider yourself like are you are you like pretty type A OCD? Like, do you have a routine? Well, in some cases I am, but in some I can be a little messy. <laughs> like I like to organize in certain, but it's hard to juggle school and the cake. Yeah. So I, I found it a challenge, but learning from it, trying to get better, always trying to get better at it. Yeah. What, uh, when do you graduate? Is it this year or next year? Next semester. Yeah. So, oh, so like just the end of 21? Next year, 2022. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So spring of 2022. Is there a cake that's just not doable for you? It's hard to say no, but yes, it's, <laughs> there's definitely some, I mean, I love to take on a challenge. Like yeah. I, I always want to create something for a client, but some, I've, I found it hard to say no, but I also don't want to promise someone something if I can't do it. Like a character cake. I, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Wedding cakes, like the, the stacked cakes with yeah. multiple tiers. I haven't gotten there yet either, Yeah. but def- one day I hope. Yeah. That takes also a lot of practice, trial and error. Oh, and for learning. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll need the like the capacity. Like you'll need right. like a you know, right. industrialized, industrial sized cooler and fridge and stuff like that. So that's a matter of time. That makes that makes t- total sense. Outside of social media, how have you gone about marketing yourself? Is it just word of mouth through friends and family? Any other creative ways? Podcasts? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> social media is so big, it's yeah. like Free advertisement, it's the best advertisement. Yeah. But um, word of mouth is definitely good. Uh, my friends and family have been so great with telling whoever needs some needs a, a cake, letting me know. So there's so many cake businesses or customized, you know, cake businesses out there. Why do you think you've been so successful up to this point? You know, you're about six months into owning the business, but you have a following on social media, you know, you get in orders immediately. Like, why do you think you've been so successful at this point? 
I'm making a cake is just a skill. Like anyone can learn it. Anyone can do it. I think more so it's people want the cake from you and your clients know you purse like you and they want it from you. They they've grown a relationship with you and anyone can create a cake. Really? It's a skill. Anyone can develop skill, but it's, they want, they want the product from you yourself. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Is there a, there's one that you're the most proud of up to this point? Mm-hmm. One that sticks out. Just recently, I did one with a bunch of flowers on it, and I had to go to like different floors and stuff. And I had this idea in my mind, but I didn't know how I wanted to. I didn't know how I wanted it to look, so I just went to a florist and got a bunch of flowers, and it came out really, really nice. Oh no way, that's cool. Do you draw stuff out on like a piece of paper? Like you sketch stuff first. Is that how you do it? Yeah, I have an iPad and I have like a sketchbook on it. And okay. I'll- it's that is also a very big help when i found when just jumping into it with no vision or a sketch it it doesn't come out how you really want it to yeah no that's fair that's fair are there any uh like like being new to the to the business world there any like common like myths or misconceptions that you realize like going into this type of a business that you didn't realize before you got into it yeah so i think a misconception is say there's five small business like bakers in Boston, people might think that we're in in competition with each other, but it's more of a community I found. Oh yeah. I follow like a bunch of other Boston based small businesses or even larger bakeries. And you learn from them. We all learn from each other. I pick up a a, pick up a piece of information from this person and this person, this person, and kind of just help each other out. So I found that it's actually a community instead of maybe a competition that people might think. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. Is there one in particular that you found yourself drawn to? Weesh Baker. I, my, I used to get my birthday cakes from there. It's called Weesh. Weesh. Okay. Weesh, yeah. And she's really great. She has a huge font. Like she's, she's really good. Yeah. I'll have to reach out to her. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. She makes really good stuff. Yeah. I'll have to reach out to her. See if she wants to be on. Happy to help. I did have one on here. It's called Cakes by Erin. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron earlier. Yeah, she, she was pretty cool. Uh, she, she was cool businesses. It's just cool to see what you guys can do. Cause I think I make really good, like my family had a fantasy football draft and I brought over chocolate chip cookies and <laughs> I thought they were phenomenal. And at the end of the day, like I literally just took a recipe off the back of a box and yeah. you know, made them, but they tasted good. So it's a lot harder than people may think it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you do, you're basically a do it yourself or you're self-taught YouTube videos, anything all that type of stuff. Is there a particular YouTube channel that you follow the most? Or you just go through a bunch of different types of people? Yeah, I just go through a bunch of, it's, I have such a wide range. I'll follow some people from a different country that I can learn from something or someone local. I, I'm constantly on my phone, Googling stuff, Googling yeah. skills. It's just a constant learning experience for me. And yeah. Yeah. Is there a type of cake that you haven't made yet that you want to make? I really want to start making wedding cakes because they're just yeah. like so beautiful and I they are. can't even, yeah. And, and to be a part of something so special to someone and your, a cake is very important on that day. And I would just find it very cool to be a part of that. Yeah. 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 Another fun. That was, it's funny. Like my wife and I got married two years ago and you know, I mean, the, the planning was fun. It, it can take, it can be cumbersome. Uh, you know, when we're looking at flowers, it's just, yeah, you know, it's not my cup of tea and not as into it as she was. But as soon as we got, as soon as we got to the cake design and the cake testing, like 
she was like, she was like, would laugh. She's like you would like sit up in your chair, like getting ready <laughs> to like try these cakes, like nailed it. Our cake was phenomenal. Yeah. And it's, it's, it was a cool process. It was cool being a part of it. The, the way it comes out is just, it's unbelievable. You know, you don't even want to like slice into it because it just looks so good. So that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I was reading somewhere and someone was saying how your wedding could be perfect in every way, but if you have a, a bad tasting cake, that's what your guests are going to leave remembering. A hundred percent. Let's be honest. As a guest, you care about the food, the booze and the music. That mm-hmm. is it as a guest, all the other stuff, you know, the, you know, the couple getting married, it's important to them, but <laughs> As a guest, that's really what you care about. And everyone remembers a good or bad cake. Mm-hmm. Everyone remembers that. So I totally agree. <laughs> so what do you see? What do you see for the future of Sweets by Stella? You know, I know you're graduating next year, but if you think like one year out, five years, 10 years, like what do you picture for yourself? Yeah. So I'm hoping that I'm I'm always looking to expand my business. I my end dream, like goal is to open an industrial kitchen, not so much a bakery because I still want to be the one focusing on each cake and designing them myself instead of a bakery where, yeah. you know, you can have like a bunch of workers and doing it for you. I want to really stay individualized and it'd be nice to just have a big space to work out of where I can, yeah. you know, produce more stuff than I can just working from home. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can only store so much in that fridge, mm-hmm. I imagine. Right. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. Would it be in the Boston area? Would you, you know, you said you grew up in Quincy, right? Mm-hmm. Would it be in the Boston area? Would it be in Quincy? Would it be elsewhere? Uh, is that too far down the line? Yeah. I mean, it'd be a dream to do it in Boston, but you yeah. never know where life takes you or where. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. A few questions I always like to ask business owners. Like if you, what advice would you give someone who's looking to start their own business? Like first thing that comes to mind for you? I would say to not be scared to. It's it's not as scary as one might think. Like I said, I kind of just jumped right into it, and yeah. you can only you can only fail if you don't try. So yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent agree, hundred percent. I think too many people are afraid to try and fail. Mm-hmm. More times you fail, the closer you are to getting to exactly. ultimate success. You know, so and I think like we talked about at the beginning when COVID hit, I think a lot of people maybe they lost their jobs and like you know what, screw it, like now's the time I got to try to start mm-hmm. my own business and let's just. See what happens because if the way I always looked at it too, uh, Marcella, is if if somebody can pay you, they have expendable cash, right? Which ultimately makes you expendable. Mm-hmm. You know, if if tough times come and they need to lay off workers, they're not laying themselves off. Right. You know, so being a boss and being an entrepreneur, being at the top is ultimately what's going to lead you to success. It's going to be a while, but the younger you are, the I think the more opportunity you have for growth and just trial and error because. You have such a long way till you're even in your 30s. And by the time you're in your 30s, you're going to be such a successful business owner. So I love seeing people like fresh out of college starting their own business. I think it's really cool. People have been so great about supporting small businesses too. It's like such a, it's especially due to COVID. People have really been awesome at promoting and focusing on small businesses more than ever. Yeah, I think the one thing that come out of this a lot too is exactly what you just said. I think so many people have decided to help promote local business. That's part of the reason it spawned me starting the podcast. I was trying to think of what I was, I thought about it. I flirted with the idea back and forth for a while. And then um, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, what am I going to do with a podcast? So, but then COVID hit and I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, let's just, <laughs> like, let's just see, let's see what happens. Like, all I'm doing is talking to people, you know? Um, And at the, at the time we weren't even allowed to basically leave our home. So I just, I got a webcam that I already had. I 
picked up a microphone. I was like, oh, let's just see what happens. Like, start reaching <laughs> out to people and see if they want to hop on. You never so know I, where it'll, an idea will take you. It's no. Crazy. Yeah. yeah absolutely and then you know it's crazy like um like and this isn't my full-time gig but it's 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 been fun to do on the side and help promote local businesses and now like we have a billboard on the mass pike between like the junction of mass pike and 495 to help promote boston's best and then try to get you know more people onto the podcast to then like help promote them so you never know what's going to come from it yeah people are more capable of than what they think that's definitely obviously scared to start it but you're you really are like why not you're yeah. you're just as capable as the next person and the next person absolutely everyone's got the same 24 hours in a day mm-hmm. you know um <laughs> everyone's got the same exact time it's just a matter of how you prioritize it you know some people are sitting there just scrolling on on their phones on social media which helps you right <laughs> but like you know and then they say they don't have enough time to start their own business like well, what have you been doing the last two hours you're scrolling on your phone from nine to eleven at night just scrolling through social media, like try to do something productive to see if you can like start your own, if you're interested in starting your own business, figure it out. There's YouTube videos, you can Google anything these days. I mean, everything's literally at your fingertips if you really want it, you know? I guess last question, Marcella, I've asked every single guest on Boston's Best this question. If everyone has a varying depiction of what success looks like to them. So how would you define success? Success to me is happiness. I think when you're ha- truly happy where you are in your life, where you're surrounded by or what you're doing with your job or just what you're doing with your life in general, if you're happy, that to me, you've succeeded and yeah, you've done your best. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Because I think a lot of times it's funny. The fir- when I first created some of these questions that I wanted to ask, I think immediately I was thinking a monetary answer. Uh, not one person has said a monetary answer. And I think maybe that was bred out of COVID as well. People realize like there's a few things that are actually important in life and a few things that actually make you happy. Uh, and I think that's ultimately it. If you're happy and you're doing something that you love for a living, like I think that's, I totally agree. I think that's what success looks Happiness like. Happiness isn't always how much money you made during your life. And right. yeah, it doesn't define you. Really. No, not at all. I totally agree. Well, thank you very much for coming on Boston's Best Marcella. I've I've loved promoting sweets by Stella and we'll make sure to to tag you. And anybody looking for a wedding cake, hit her up. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to say thank you for checking out my podcast. I really do appreciate the love I've received for this show. I believe now more than ever, any exposure to local businesses is great for them to receive. And I'm trying to do my part. If you are a local business owner or someone you know in the Boston area that would like to be featured on the podcast, please email me at bostonsbestpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please follow this podcast. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. You can also find us on Instagram with the handle at bostonsbest underscore podcast, as well as Facebook at facebook.com backslash bostonsbestpodcast. Again, I truly appreciate the great feedback for this show and stay tuned for each new episode every Friday at 8 a.m. Take care.